Hey everyone, this is Pastor Jonathan White of Lewisport Baptist Church, and welcome back to our 2024 uh, Bible Reading Plan podcast. This week we'll be wrapping up week two uh, of our uh, discussion on creation. We'll be looking at Hebrews chapter one, and next week we'll begin to look at uh, our second unit as we look at the fall. And so really you're starting out in these first couple weeks of the year getting the two first big movements of Scripture, right? You get the creation narrative, and then you get the fall. Uh, and then ultimately that leads to the ideas of redemption and, and restoration or consummation. Uh, but we're really hitting these these first two areas in the first couple of weeks, right? So we're wrapping up our discussion on creation this week uh, in Hebrews chapter 1. Now just a quick intro to the book of Hebrews, right? The writer is uh, pretty well, it's, it's an unknown writer. Um, there's a lot of arguments that it could be Paul. Uh, a lot of arguments why it's not Paul, um, but for our purposes, we're going to approach this writer being an unknown writer. Uh, but basically, the book of Hebrews is really a, a sermon, right? You could you could read this as basically a sermon that is being preached, and the purpose of it is to urge Christians to maintain their their confession of faith, right? These uh, this is being written to people who had had professed Christ, they trusted Him, were living their lives following Him, but were being tempted to kind of settle back into some of the traditional Jewish uh, living, some of the, the, the sacrificial ideas and, and things like that that they had been kind of brought up in and, and be more separated from the, the teachings of Christ, the, separated from the, the new covenant that they had been brought into. Uh, so the writer, the author of Hebrews, is writing to encourage them to hold fast to the confession of, of Christ as Savior. And really in chapter 1, he does so by, by showing the superiority of Christ, right? He lifts up Christ as being uh, supreme over all creation, over every other being that uh, that exists, over the angels, over humans, over everything in all creation. He lifts up Christ as superior. Uh, he really sets his purpose out in, in, in verses 1 and 2 of, of chapter 1, right? He says, Long ago, at many times and in many ways, God spoke to our fathers by the prophets. But in these last days, he has spoken to us by his Son, whom he appointed the heir of all things, through whom he also created the world. So really, you get the two looks into uh, into God's revelation of himself, right? Just like we talked about in, in Psalm 19, where God reveals himself through nature uh, and through his word, right? God has revealed himself in these ways throughout time. And in the past, God had spoken through many different prophets to reveal different things about himself, right? He's revealed himself through these different ways in the, in the history of his uh, time with his people. But now, in this this new covenant world that we're in now in the New Testament and post-resurrection of Jesus, God reveals himself through his son, right? It's He's revealed himself in many places in the past. Now he reveals himself in one place, and that is in his son, Jesus. Jesus is the full revelation of God in flesh. All the glory of God is, is wrapped up in this person, right? All of the Old Testament writing, the prophecy, the law, the wisdom, all of that has been fulfilled in Christ, and what he says uh, is that in these last days, he has spoken to us by his son, right? We still find ourselves today, even 2,000 years-ish after this was written, we find ourselves in these last days, right? We are in that in-between time where Christ has returned to the right hand of the Father, uh, and we are waiting for his second coming, right? When he comes again to bring about the final uh, consummation of his kingdom, right? To bring all things in this age to an end. We are in these last days looking to that. So all that, that we know uh, about God's plan for redemption has been fulfilled in this Christ. And Christ has special status and nature unlike any other person 
throughout history, right? And, and especially in this time, in this, this what we would call uh, Second Temple Judaism, right? Where the First Temple had been destroyed, the Jews had been exiled, now they've been brought back, they've rebuilt the Temple, and we're, we're living in this new era uh, of Jewish history. They were really prone to uh, recognize angels as beings that were uh, worthy of worship. And, and the author of Hebrews now really wants to lift up Christ beyond those angels even that these Hebrew Christians would have been tempted to to worship, right? He tells us the full glory of God is seen in Christ and that he shares the same nature with the Father. In verse 3, he says he is the radiance of the glory of God and the exact imprint of his nature, and he upholds the universe by the word of his power. So just as we see in Genesis 1 that God speaks creation into existence, he is now upholding that creation through the power of of his son, right? The new full revelation of his word is what upholds all of creation. Not only does Christ have authority and power to uphold creation, right? He has also made a path for redemption of creation. The writer says, after making purification for sins, he sat down at the right hand of the majesty on high, having become as much superior to angels as the name he has inherited is more excellent than theirs. So Christ not only is is active in creation, not only has authority over creation, but he has now redeemed creation, right? He has made purification for sins. He has served in this priestly role, right? In the Old Testament, the priest was the one who offered purification for sins, but now Christ is the one who has offered that perfect and final purification for us. He creates, he sustains creation, and he offers purification for the sins of his creation. And it would be helpful for us as we read to really reflect also on Psalm 110 and Leviticus uh, chapter 16. Let me encourage you to seek those out uh, maybe this weekend as you continue reading because what the author of Hebrews is doing is just connecting those two passages to Jesus, right? This this uh, this idea that Jesus sits at the right hand of the Father, that he has purified, uh, offered purification for the sins of humanity. Those are right out of those two chapters. So the author is connecting Christ to these Old Testament prophecies. He's shown us again that Christ is Messiah. He is supreme above all else. And then to, to finish out the chapter in verses 5 through 14, the author gives us this, this really this conversation of the father talking to the son, right? This dialogue. Uh, it's really a peek into eternity, right? We get a glimpse at the triune God uh, interacting among his, his three persons, right? And the father and the son. And he does so really, again, to just show us the glory of Christ, right? That, that God the Father has worked through God the Son to create, to sustain, and to purify uh, his creation. He gives us this glimpse uh, of their their holiness, of their glory, so that we might know and trust in the work of Christ more for ourselves and live out lives that glorify Christ because of who he is. So uh, as we wrap up our discussion on creation, let's just be reminded again that all that we see, all that we know, all that we've ever experienced has been created by God. He has done so through his word. He has spoken into existence, but he didn't just speak it into existence and then let it go. He upholds it through the power of Christ, his son. And, and as we'll look at next week, as we see the fall, there's this need for redemption that's going to come about. And he has offered that through his son, Jesus, right, who has fulfilled this role of the priest uh, who has offered purification for our sins and is now sitting at the right hand of the Father uh, on high in majesty and exact radiance and the glory of God, the exact imprint of his nature. Uh, Christ is truly supreme over all else in creation. Let that carry your mind into this weekend as we look forward to gathering. Uh, let that just uplift your spirit as, as you recognize the holiness of Christ and the, the, the nature of Christ being as the Father 
glorious and majestic in nature, holy above all of creation. Church, I'm, I'm thankful for our time together today. Really press into to the scriptures this weekend. Again, read Psalm 110, read Leviticus 16, and just let it point you to the beauty of Christ in his, in his nature, in his holiness, and in his redemption for his people. Look forward to talking with you next time. God bless.